Hi there, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. So, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Mira Luhtala, a makeup artist and cosmetics consultant from Finland. She's also the beauty editor of Nordic Style magazine, which we at the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards have partnered up with for the second year round now. And in this episode, Mira shares her thoughts about the Nordic beauty industry and also about the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards 2020 winner products that she has been testing herself as well. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah. Well, we could start from something very basic and you could tell a little bit about yourself, your background and who are you, basically. <laughs> uh, I'm Mira and uh, I have been studying to become a Bachelor of Beauty and Cosmetics. And I have been working as a makeup artist for about 10 years and uh, as a cosmetics consultant for, I don't know, five years maybe. Uh, with the business of, of working as a cosmetics consultant has really like, I have become really interested in skincare and in cosmetics and especially natural cosmetics because I had uh, acne uh, when I was 15 and I had it for a really, really long time. Mm. And a few years back, like I think it was five years back, I went to uh, esthetician and she was like horrified about my skin because I've <laughs> <laughs> almost like destroyed my skin barrier. This is actually when I started using natural cosmetics myself and because I had like destroyed my skin barrier we started repairing it with probiotics mm. like probiotic skincare and it really really helped and I think this is when I got really interested in um, cosmetics, beauty and skin and how it all comes together. And so you were a consultant in traditional beauty product or? No, actually, I, I started with uh, natural cosmetics because it got like really interesting for me because I, well, I stopped using conventional beauty products and moved to using natural cosmetics because, um, well, it really helped my skin. It felt like it was much more efficient and kinder for the skin really to repair and then I started working as a cosmetics consultant and I have only been working with the natural beauty uh, all right so you really started your beauty career on this side yes <laughs> <laughs> lovely to hear that how, how was your life otherwise like how has your experience with beauty been which kind of consumer have you been when you were younger uh well I actually started like um you know, when in high school, you want to wear makeup for the first time. So I'm really happy about that. My mother was like, okay, uh, we can buy you makeup, but you have to first start making it a habit to cleanse your face every night. And when I started doing that, then we got and bought me some makeup. Of course, when I have had acne also, I have been taking regular like beauty treatments to care for the skin. I think it's been really um almost all my life <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean it starts from when you're a baby and you're you know washed with the soap or you're added some baby oils or whatever so we really start the journey when we were very little but of course the time when you start using makeup and all this it's kind of changing yeah true 
you are the beauty editor for the Nordic Style magazine. And I'm sure you see the Nordic scene in beauty and natural beauty very closely. Do you see differences between countries and how has this adventure been for you? Yes, this is really, really interesting. From my experience, I think that uh, especially on the Finnish market, a lot of innovations are being done. They are like combining like different technologies and putting it into the skincare and looking at how can you develop things to become even more sustainable with technology and, and innovations. Otherwise, I think that Nordic cosmetics and, and Nordic beauty are quite like go hand in hand because we are all living quite close to nature and that is probably where the inspiration comes from and also especially when you look at nordic design it is like effortless it is simple it's uh, minimalistic hmm. and i think that's also the essence of of nordic beauty yeah and do you see any differences between the countries for example not really what comes to mind actually they're quite like the the same but uh, of course they might be like for example in in makeup trends and stuff like this it might be like some differences mm. in finland we have really like, like this natural approach uh, i would say the same is in denmark as well maybe in iceland they have more like contouring bolder makeup and uh, and sweden is really influenced from america and the us And of course, this depends uh, really much about your lifestyle also. But uh, this is something that I think is visible. Yeah. What about partially you started this beauty journey that you were within the natural cosmetics? How have you seen the rise, could we call it, of natural cosmetics in the North compared to the traditional in general? How have you seen this? Well, I think it's quite a natural rise, so to say, because we have been leading quite unsustainable lifestyles. And especially in the Nordics, we live quite close to nature and we want to preserve it. We have like terrific garbage management. Not sure if that's the right word, but I think this is also why we are very aware of how does our cosmetics products affect us and what's the impact on the nature. And I think also, which is interesting, that at several unconventional brands are also turning a bit more towards the natural side. They they use more natural ingredients uh, and essences. I think it's really interesting. And there's a lot of new innovations and new uh, natural cosmetics lines popping up all the time. I'm really glad about seeing that a lot of new brands, they are having like this really like the core of their brand is to have like a really small impact on the environment. They are really thinking about how can we give back to nature? How can we develop our business so that we can have this circular economy in our brand and how can we do good <laughs> for, for the, yeah. the humans, but also for the environment. Yeah, and we're part of nature ourselves as well. So Yeah, exactly. What do you see my trend in the near future? Mm, well, for one, what is really trending right now is minimalism or skinmalism. It's really to back to the basics and really look at uh, narrowing down the amount of beauty products that you have. Maybe use like multi-use products. Um, 
we also start living in smaller apartments, so it doesn't really make sense that you have like a full cabinet full of, of beauty products. <laughs> and with the minimalism trend, I think the Nordic beauty companies have a really huge advantage because like our design, our skincare routine is really minimalistic and effortless. And also about the sustainability part, we're looking not only at packaging, but also about the ingredients and how they are being sourced. As an example, like you have like this superfood ingredients, but they might not grow everywhere in the world. So is it better that you use this? I mean, the transportation will cause a lot of pollution. So you really have to be mindful what ingredients you're using. And also like, how are you sourcing this? How much water does it go to the plant before it even grows this, I don't know, berry or fruit or whatever you like to have? Um, and one interesting thing is also the use of water. In the future, we're going to be really, really mindful about water use. There's already lots of, of brands going into waterless cosmetics, like not using water in their products. But this, of course, has also to do with if you don't put water in a product, you don't have to use preservatives. Yeah. I think that with the water consumption, you have to think about how can you develop a beauty product where you don't need to use water to wash it off, for example. Um, another thing, <laughs> it has been really a lot of discussion about the skin's microbiome. And this is really, really interesting, I think, because recent studies have shown the nature and the, the forest's impact on skin's health and skin's immune system. And of course, because of the pandemic, immune is really like a big topic at the moment. And of course, because we're using a lot of hand sanitizers and washing our hands super much right now. So I think that probiotic skincare is really going to be a huge thing because we really need to balance the skin. Talking about cleansing too much, uh, we have been living with the thought that you have to really like cleanse your skin to be squeaky clean and you have to scrub away all the dirt from your face. And now we're just facing a lot of damaged skin barriers and eczema and allergies and imbalanced skin. Um, is this exactly what happened to you with your skin when you were younger? Yes, yes, exactly. And because I thought that my skin had to be like squeaky clean, but that's like the worst thing that you can do. Yeah, that's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Because that means that you have stripped off your skin from your sebum and the sebum is really like protecting you because your skin is really trying to protect you against like bad bacteria and other outer stressors so if you're stripping off your sebum you're taking away your skin's natural defense so basically towards natural towards probiotic and microbial and who knows what's the next yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's definitely towards the future i can see that and in the Nordics, you can see a lot of research being done and new products popping up. And Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting to follow. Yeah. I wonder that when you started using and testing and getting more into the natural cosmetics, did something surprise you that something wasn't so good or something was even better than you thought? Or 
Well, uh, actually, moisturizers, I remember thinking that they felt very much more <laughs> moisturizing than conventional ones. Also the cleansers, because I started using like really mild cleansers and I was like, oh no, this is not going to work. But actually, because they have like oils in them and they might have like, I don't know, they're just kinder for the skin. They really, I use a lot of um, oil cleansers. I think they're, of course, the most efficient because they just melt off the makeup, but they don't leave your skin feeling like really, really tight. Hmm. And as a makeup artist, I have noticed that natural makeup, like foundations, they are so much better for the skin and they look like skin when you apply it. I use a lot of um, natural foundation at work. I just think that it looks so much better because if you have a client that has really dry skin, especially then, because it contains ingredients that cares for your skin and it doesn't like look cakey. Oh, this is an interesting point. Yeah, you're also a makeup artist. This is often what people talk that the skincare, of course, it's on the level since the natural ingredients are very effective in many ways. But uh, I hear often that color cosmetics, all kinds of makeup, that they still have improvement to do. What's your opinion from professional perspective, let's say? Uh, well, there is definitely a quite big difference between different brands. For example, with eyeshadows, it might be quite challenging, but there's definitely a lot of brands out there that have very, very good uh, eyeshadows also. And foundations, I think they are really... I love them. <laughs> I love working with them because they just melt into skin so really good. Yeah, that's amazing to hear because um, often the skincare is easily taken, but then many professionals are still waiting for tougher products, perhaps on them. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, and also with the mascara, I think that has been really interesting because uh, nowadays there's also sweat-proof um, mascaras. They aren't entirely waterproof, but like sweat resistant and that is I mean that's really good already <laughs> yeah that's exactly what you need on stage or or whatever else you need it for so any other challenges that you see in these product developments what comes to natural cosmetics mm, I think there might be challenges in uh, when you're producing a product to get it stable uh, I have understood that it's quite difficult to get the product stable. I'm not really sure about what it is caused by. Um, if we talk again about, as an example, natural foundations, there they might be like you have to shake the foundations because there might be like some challenges with getting the foundation like mixed well. But of course, if there's a brand that has a foundation like this... <laughs> They are aware of the thing that they are constantly developing their products. Yeah, I mean, it's a relatively new industry, the whole natural cosmetics, especially natural makeup. So, of course, the formulations need some perfecting, let's say, still. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, you've been following quite closely the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards. Yes. Would you like to talk a little bit about these products? Did you have some favorites or something that surprised you or 
Yes. Uh, well, first of all, I have to say <laughs> I have been testing like natural deodorants for two years and I have to say it hasn't been that successful. <laughs> so I have to say that I really, really love the Naturligdeo, the Lavendel, I think it was. Yeah. Yes, it was really good. This is one of the three deodorants that really works. Okay. So I was really pleased by that. Um and uh what else oh yeah i remember when i tried the francilas calendula face mist yeah because i i didn't have like any thought about what it could like smell like so i was like holding my breath when i sprayed it on my face (laughs) and then when i started breathing again i was like this scent is so good and i was just like spritzing it all over again (laughs) yeah yeah, it's kind of like, I feel like, especially I tried it um, after the awards and, you know, it's kind of winter time. Mm-hmm. So it really brings, I feel, the summer back alive. Oh, yes. Uh, Loelle's uh, jojoba fig oil. It's wonderful. Uh, it leaves the skin really soft. And because jojoba, it's like non-comedogenic and it's sebum regulating. So it really does good for mixed skin or oily skin. So I really like that formulation. Uh, and one that also, I mean, how much time do we have? <laughs> I don't have to go anywhere all day, so you're free to talk as long as you like. Okay, <laughs> okay so I was really, I really liked this uh, Grevinnan's room on Sixth Mask Peel. I was a bit confused at first because, well, when you apply it, it's really like this nice, texture it's like mousse like and I really like the scent it's fresh and nice (laughs) and then when I was washing it off it like started to crumble off my face and I was a bit confused like oh what is happening then again it's really nice because when you have like face masks with clay it's really like difficult to get it off your face and you need to use a lot of water to get it rinsed off so eventually I really like the effect when you only mix like a little of the water it crumbles off and it's really easy to get off your face and then I also take the tip that you gave me to mix water yeah. in the face mask and it was really nice it gets this really creamy texture and you can use it as a peeling as well that's a cool one often masks are quite drying but this one has the oils in it so it's really moisturizing at the same time yeah that's true yeah I really like it that it doesn't really like get dry on the skin any other favorites well (laughs) (laughs) luonco's oil cake really nice i think that is like a perfect thing to bring with you to the summer cottage or on travels because it's so easy to use it melts when it gets in contact with the temperature of your skin and it's i don't know really effortless to use and if anybody listening is uh, interested in Longos cakes, one previous episode is all about those. So you can get a little bit deeper thoughts about them. Oh, the Transderma vitamin C serum. Really, really impressive. It was really nice. Like it feels like it works, mm-hmm. works really efficiently. Yeah, it's very simple, but good quality, I feel. Yeah, yeah, it really is. One brilliant product is also Havukas Kusenpihka Voide spruce resin balm so this is a really really nice product because i like the fact that they have made it according to elias lenroth's old recipe 
<laughs> Would you like to tell our, if we have English speaking listeners? I'm not sure how many people know who is Elias Lundrut. So, would you like to say one word? Yeah, so Elias Lenrut has been creating the Finnish national saga, Kalevala. And uh, this Havukas spruce resin balm is uh, created like according to that old recipe. And I think this is brilliant because I had some rashes on my, my feet. <laughs> so I tried this one on them and they have been really, really helpful because it healed like in a glance. And also spruce resin balm is really, really good if you have uh, like dry patches on your skin. For example, if you have really coarse heels, uh, this will definitely help you. And uh, overall, also it can be used all over the body uh, on dry patches and rough areas. So this is really, really good. Yeah, they won the best summer body treatment in the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards last year in 2020. Of course, it helps sunburn or can be used as an after sun, but also for various other issues as well. So any hair products, we had a few different ones. Uh, as the Finland that has this uh, zero waste shampoo, that was really nice. And Four Reasons hair oil. It's perfect. It's really, really lightweight hair oil. It's very good for fine hair, thin hair, because the oil won't weigh the hair down, but it gives a lot of moisture. And the bottle is quite small, but it's super efficient. So you only need a few drops. I have thick and super long hair, and I only need two drops to moisturize my hair. So it's <laughs> very efficient. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's quite a list of amazing products, and I'm, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. it's taken a little time to test. Yeah, we have a new new year starting now. The registration is open in the spring 2021. So if that's the time when you're listening to this, the chances are it's still open. Is there something that you're waiting? Is there something that you'd like to see? Uh, yes, I have some new beauty brands in the Nordics that I have been looking at and I hope that they will launch, but I think that some of them are actually launching in the fall, so they might not be for this year's, but maybe next year's. Is there some kind of trends or since you're talking a lot about Nordic innovations, is there something you would like to see? Uh, yes, I would like to see more innovations uh, regarding the formulations and as well as the packaging. I'm looking forward to see if there is more zero waste or circular economy brands. And also, I think there's some really, really interesting newcomers that have discovered new ingredients that are really beneficial for your skin and have taken this like skin malism approach to the the core of their brand. Yeah, and this is something really interesting. We talked with Ivan that the word is skin care mm. and we somehow forget about the care part of them. Also with the skin like care part, I think we need to think about beauty and skincare like more holistically. Really like everything about what we do and how we live is visible on our skin and on our appearances. Yeah, definitely. Would you like to share where people can find you and follow your personal journey if they want to contact you and so on? Yes, you can uh, follow me on Instagram. My name there is Este Nomen. And you can read my beauty articles on nordicstylemag.com and also on nuv.com slash holistic beauty corner. 
I can leave all the handles below in the show notes so anyone who's interested can double check them from there. What's happening with Nordic Style Magazine? Anything exciting there? Yes, really exciting. We are publishing our second print issue this summer. So uh, make sure to check it out. (laughs) Yay. I will definitely check it out. Yeah. (laughs) You really have a lot of articles coming on your website as well all the time. So it's really no matter which day you go, there's usually a new article. So it's quite interesting to keep following. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's really, really nice because we have writers all over the Nordics and even in England, I think. And our team is working really hard to get really in-depth articles for our readers. Yeah. Well, thank you for this interview. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. That's always nice to hear. And we'll see you soon live, I hope. Yes, hopefully. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes. If you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we're discussing in this podcast, please share this episode. We will keep sharing all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry and unheard behind-scenes stories. You can follow the Nordic Natural Beauty Journey also on our Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and Pinterest pages simply at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards and on Twitter at NNB Awards. Until next week, bye-bye!